listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Welcome everybody to Earth Oddity Podcast, another episode of the weirdest, wackiest, craziest, most redneck, southernified <laughs> podcast about the news you really care about. We're recording on 4th of July because as much as we love America. And we love you just as much. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you for joining us. Yeah. We're glad you're here on the day America broke free from tyranny. Yes. Only to 200 years later, embrace tyranny again. It's wild. <laughs> we really we really come full circle here. I'm sitting here eating a snow cone. <laughs> That's right. John has no snow cone. No. I ate ribs for lunch, though. <laughs> nice. So that was good. All right. Yeah. And yeah, so it's Independence Day, and to all our British friends, sorry about that. You know, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, if you're on the British side, you're probably like, well, we don't want to be affiliated with them, anyways. <laughs> you know, hey, so glad we lost that one. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, I guess people love. I think people embrace Fourth of July more now because they get to wear crazy American flag stuff and mm-hmm. post pictures on social media and drink. Don't forget that. Well, yeah, drinking's a long and storied American. I mean, tradition. we'll celebrate. Mexican was it Saint Mexican Patrick's victory Day. over yeah. over Spain? Yeah, come Cinco de Mayo if it means you get to drink. yeah we get to drink and we celebrate Saint Patrick's Day yeah. because you know he drove the snakes out of England <laughs> or out of Ireland or whatever. Have you ever read about him? Now Saint Patrick, he's a a guy who is tough to separate fact from fiction. Yeah. But he was a fascinating dude. Yeah, no, so. no, no. He was like sold into indentured mm-hmm. servitude or whatever. And yeah, I've, I've read a little bit about him. I know if you say St. Patty's Day and spell it with T's, people get really touchy about that, yeah. which is crazy because his name is spelled with T's. I don't understand it. And it also, for some reason, it blows people's mind if, if you point out, hey, St. Patrick was not Irish. Yeah, right. People are like, what are you talking yeah, about? exactly. No, he was English that yeah. was enslaved to Ireland yeah. and then went back after he got saved to be a missionary. Yes, yeah. to teach him about Jesus and apparently <laughs> get rid of their snakes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what all is up with that. Yeah, I think it's his something... slogan was, don't slave me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and something about leprechauns and rainbows and I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't I don't. I don't get into St. Patrick's Day. Mm-hmm. Never been a big holiday to me. Like, I don't need an excuse to drink. I can do it anytime <laughs> I want to. I'm of age. I can yeah. do what I want to do. I don't get it. And being Baptist, I don't need an excuse to not drink. Sure. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, when you get your garage fridge, it makes it a lot easier. <laughs> How was your week? Uh, I had a really horrible week. Oh, was, no. I mean, it was just a tough week. Nothing I really need to discuss here. My okay. life is still as great as it's ever been. It was just a tough week. Okay. So, well, um, bummer. I hate that. Yeah. And, no, you know, my general life motto is just be cool. Nobody this week was cool. Hmm. So uh, it just made my life harder. Didn't even get to go to Sunday school. Didn't go to, no, Libby was not cool this morning. <laughs> now, Hudson did go to summer camp. It was great. You know, he had fun doing that. I went out a few nights and saw him. So that was all good. You know, I enjoyed that. It rained on him the whole time, hmm. but that's okay. I would, I would personally, as an adult, take rain every day over a hundred degree weather. So, oh, yeah, you know, I, I agree. I, I wouldn't mind it at all. But uh, he's home with a million bug bites, of course. And, mm-hmm. um, some weird rash has formed on him, too. But <laughs> I think he 
I mean, just basing on the laundry I did of his, it appears he didn't change underwear at all all week or socks. Well, that'll so, do it. Yeah. And so Dieter's like, do you think we need to take it to the doctor? I was like, no, nah, let's just let it like some detergent get on him for a few days and it'll probably <laughs> go away. I don't know what his deal was, but uh, how was your week? It was fun. Sorry to interrupt your your <laughs> snow cone eating. <laughs> Every time I see you get a bite, I'll ask you a question. <laughs> no, it was fun. Nothing to report. Nothing to report. Yeah. Lackluster. Yes. Okay. Well, that's good. I'm hoping for a better week this week. Yeah, we did let a convicted rapist out of jail we did. last week. You, not me and you personally. <laughs> we had nothing to do with it. I would never. No. I'd never let anybody out. Oh, yeah. I'd probably let some people out, <laughs> but not a rapist. Yeah. yeah. It would depend on how I was feeling that day slash what they could do for me. Gotcha. If I let them out or not. <laughs> Very Christian and merciful of you, Tiny. <laughs> very, very merciful. That's why God didn't make me warden. <laughs> That's right. Oh, hanging Judge Tiny over here. Yeah. Yeah, so we did. Bill Cosby got out and is uh, a free man, apparently. Yeah. He can, he's, he's free to rape again, I guess. You know? Well, but his age got to be a little more I difficult. Hope, yeah, I hope he won't be... Uh, danger to anyone anymore but that is golly that's just it's uh, frustrating i mean it, well, it just goes to show and we were talking about this before we hit the record button but we have a two-tier justice system yeah here if, in america if you're rich you don't go to jail which is why i'm glad i'm rich <laughs> you know yeah. i've been telling are people you, are you no jail money yet Oh, yeah, I okay. can get out of jail. Wow, that's impressive. <laughs> I know a lot of powerful people in the world. Okay. Several judges are friends of mine. <laughs> I feel like I can pull some strings. Hmm. At least get like a country club jail. Does it at least depend on what you did? Yeah, I mean, if okay. I murdered somebody, I probably don't probably think would. I can get away with that. But that's why I would have someone murder for me. Right. You know, like I, I know people, people that don't, don't do the, they don't yeah, yeah, you, do you, that you contract that out. <laughs> right. yes. yeah. Apparently, according to the story we did last week, I think we could do it for like a hundred bucks a week or something. Well, I you got to look out for them. Yeah. Those are prob- that's no. probably going to be a sheriff under cover. Yes, definitely. But I mean, that was, they're driving the market price down though. So that's a good thing to know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But yeah, for petty crimes, I feel like I could get loose, mm-hmm. you know, without much trouble. So okay. That's good. But, you know, Bill Cosby, I never raped anybody <laughs> willingly. You know, there are people <laughs> sleep with me because they want to. Right. You know? Yes. I won't sleep with someone if they don't want to sleep with me. <laughs> right. That doesn't do it for me. Mm-hmm. It makes me feel pathetic to talk somebody into sleeping with me. But anyways, if I don't think if I raped somebody, I could get away with that. But Bill Cosby can Mm-hmm. And that's what you are when you're America's dad. You know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's what they called him for a long time is he was America's dad. And he got out because he had an agreement yes. with a prosecutor. Right. In 2005. Right. Where a, apparently a prosecutor says, hey, we're not going to prosecute you. Yeah. And now, which, I mean, he had to go to jail for a few, what, how, how long? I don't know. It's been a while. Yeah. Hasn't it? A couple of years, maybe. I guess so. Anyway, apparently this comes out, and they're like, you know, wait a minute. Y'all said back in 2005 y'all weren't going to punish him for this. Yeah. So which, let him out. I don't understand why you didn't bring that up day one of going into jail. <laughs> you know? Right. Like, or even during the trial. Like, well, no, wait a minute, guys. Well, maybe he thought he was going to win, and maybe he, he thought that was like his uh, his trump card, so to speak. Yeah. 
Well, I don't know. I would have played it a lot earlier. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have done two or three years in jail. Right. So he's he's out roaming the streets. Lock up your wives and daughters. <laughs> he you should know? just come straight out and say, you cannot prosecute me. <laughs> Tiny, the master impressionist. <laughs> I told myself I wasn't going to attempt that, and I, then I did. I'm glad you did. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you did. I will say this. Do you real quick? I'm sorry. No, Norm McDonald. Uh huh. <laughs> I know Norm. Are you familiar with this Bill Cosby story? No. It's a funny story where okay. he, he got to meet Bill Cosby one time, and he told him that his dad was a huge fan. And his he Bill Cosby asked him for his address and said he was going to send him tickets to his next show, and he asked for his phone number, said he was going to call him, and then Norm it says it didn't hit him until later on. He was like, "Wait, my dad's dead." He never mentioned that to him. <laughs> <laughs> and then, <laughs> but here recently, he told somebody one time on his podcast, he was like, "You know, uh, I have a Bill Cosby story, and used to be one of my top ten stories." But now it's not even in the top 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Norm's funny dude. He is. Have you ever seen, and if you haven't, and anybody listening, they should, uh, just YouTube Norm McDonald at the ESPYs. Like he was the host of the <laughs> yes. ESPYs one time. And his like, monologue was one of the funniest and most brutal. Because yes. this is like right during OJ and all that was going on. It was great. And uh, yeah, they never invited him back again to be the host. Yeah. Now we got to deal with Peyton Manning being the host, which is crap. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Cosby's out on the loose. I would double check your pudding pops <laughs> before, <laughs> right. before you eat one and your drinks and everything else. But surely he's, unless he's on Viagra, surely he's out of the raping game, right? I would hope so. Yeah. But they handing that Viagra out to everybody but me like candy. Mm-hmm. So maybe he is back in on it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Where does he live? Philadelphia? I have no idea. <laughs> or LA, I would think. I think he's from Philadelphia, maybe. Or he went to Temple. I don't know. But yeah, he's not living in Alabama. So we're all safe down here. Well, my first story here is uh, Ghislaine Maxwell. Haven't heard from her in a while. No, no, she's kept her head down. She's probably <laughs> trying not to get suicided, which John McAfee died. He committed suicide, they say. Yeah. You yeah, know? That's right. Somebody said on the internet, wasn't me, his free trial has ended. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I would have came up with that line. That's an all-time great line. Yes. Well, anyway, she did pipe up here recently. She says that because Bill Cosby is free now, that justifies the state dropping all sex trafficking charges against her. Okay, sure. What's good for the goose is good for the gander. This is. Oh, hold on. I forgot a good joke when you talked about Bill Cosby getting out. I was going to say this is Biden's America. <laughs> I just want to throw that in there. <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of that on Facebook nowadays. Yeah. I wish I would have got that in there. All right, back to Miss Maxwell. Anyway, this comes from Reuters. Lawyers for Ghislaine Maxwell said the overturning of Bill Cosby's 2018 sexual assault conviction justifies throwing out sex trafficking and other charges stemming from her relationship with the late financier Jeffrey Epstein. Cosby, 83, was released from prison on Wednesday after Pennsylvania's Supreme Court said a prosecutor's 2005 agreement not to charge him with drugging and assaulting Temple University employee Andrea Costin meant the actor and comedian should not have been charged a decade later. Which, 
I mean, can't they get him on another rate? I would think so. Yeah, there's one? multiple, aren't there? <laughs> yeah. But so why does Bill Cosby need to rape anyone? You're Bill Cosby. You would think so. Yeah. But I mean, I have no idea. I know that Joe Rogan, somebody told a story on Joe Rogan. And th- this may be true, may not. But allegedly, there was a story that uh, he used to, like when he would eat, he would like have his bodyguards and other people who worked for him, like watch him eat hmm. for some reason. Interesting. Just strange. Yeah. Hmm. So anyway, in fr- uh, in a Friday letter to U.S. District Judge Allison Nathan in Manhattan, Maxwell's lawyer said the British socialite's case was similar to Cosby's because she had been immunized, that's a tough word, <laughs> under Epstein's 2007 non-prosecution agreement. Oh. Which, you remember, he, he was yeah. prosecuted, but he got like a... Yeah, he got some sort of... He had to sleep at the jail, and he got to hang out in his office the entire rest of the day for like a few years. Something like that, He had registered as a sex offender. That's all he had. They said this supported dismissing four charges from Maxwell's eight-count indictment, which covers alleged crimes from 1994 and 2004, and could subject her to 80 years in prison. Maxwell, 59, has pleaded not guilty. As in Cosby, the government is trying to renege on its agreement and prosecute Ms. Maxwell over 25 years later for the exact same offenses for which she was granted immunity, Maxwell's lawyer said. This is not consistent with principles of fundamental fairness. Okay. Um, it's just not fair. Not fair at all. <laughs> not fair right. to Ghislaine here. No. Poor Ghislaine. Poor old Ghislaine Maxwell. <laughs> the office of U.S. Attorney Audrey Strauss in Manhattan declined to comment. Epstein stuck to his agreement with federal prosecutors in Florida in exchange for pleading guilty to state prostitution charges. Nathan ruled in April that the agreement did not bind prosecutors in Manhattan. She also rejected Maxwell's claim that it covered accused conspirators like herself. Again, I I remember a lot of that was sealed up. Yeah. And they did get immunity for like a lot of other people in that case, but I don't know if they were ever named, at least not to... Us, the public. Right. No, they would never let (laughs) that list out. Right. (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Whoever lets that list out is going to get suicided, just like (laughs) Seth Rich. The 2005 decision not to charge Cosby cleared the way for his testimony in a civil lawsuit by Constant, which ended in a $3.36 million settlement. Pennsylvania prosecutors later used incriminating testimony Cosby gave to build a new criminal case. The Pennsylvania court said they could not... said they could not, and set Cosby free after he had served more than two years of a possible 10-year sentence. On Wednesday, one of Maxwell's lawyers, David Marcus, argued in an opinion piece in New York's Daily News that Cosby's release justified ending Maxwell's prosecution. He said it was unfair for prosecutors to use Maxwell's testimony in 2016 from a civil lawsuit against her by Epstein accuser Virginia Gouffray to build their case and that a jury should reject their flimsy and stale charges. On Thursday, prosecutors said Marcus's opinion violated a court rule against lawyers making extrajudicial statements that could taint the jury pool and asked Nathan to order him to comply. Lawyers for Maxwell's have also accused prosecutors of using unfair tactics to sway potential jurors. Her trial could begin as early as November. Wow. So I tell you what, he makes a compelling argument. Yeah. If there's no other charges other than all of those that were named in like the 2007 case, yeah, there's a good chance she could get away with this. Well, or will she? I was to say, <laughs> well, do you think she'll make it to trials? The question. Yeah, I don't think she will. 
I, I just was going to tell her good luck with all that. You know, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm surprised she's not already swinging from yeah. her ceiling. To be a, honest with you, apparently she she's not naming names like Jeffrey was. I guess maybe he was just in there singing like a songbird. Let me tell you what this person mm-hmm. did, and this person did, and they're like, "All right, time to off him," and she's tight lipped. And you know, every time you bring this up, you get the naysayers coming out saying you're just a conspiracy theorist. Sure, but, you know, supposedly. He recorded, he had videotape yeah. stuff everywhere. Nobody knows where any of this stuff is at. I bet she does. <laughs> you know? You think that's her trump card? That may be. <laughs> her ace in the hole. Maybe she's got it set up to where if she dies, it all gets released or something. I hope so. I don't know. Maybe that's why she's alive. I guess so. That's wild. I, I'm I'm all for locking them both up for mm-hmm. a long time. Her her and Cosby. Let's get him back in there. <laughs> yeah. You know, I say we lock them up together and we see who rapes who first. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Yes. <laughs> Always good to start the show off with rape and child <laughs> sex trafficking, and just to set the tone. You know, just. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Welcome to Earth Oddity, you know, <laughs> home of your rape and sex trafficking headquarters. We're usually uh, better behaved than this. <laughs> well, I was telling you before the show, I got a lot of spicy stories. Mm-hmm. Okay, this first one I'm going to do is not spicy, right. but the rest of them, the other couple I'm going to do are uh, they're on. They're definitely of the PG-13 nature, mm-hmm. so. Uh, just, you know, lock your kids up or whatever. Let Miss Maxwell babysit them for a little while. <laughs> Hide your kids. Hide your wife. <laughs> yes. The first one, though, here, you know, I eat ribs for lunch, mm-hmm. right? I love ribs. I love all pork products. There's not a pork product I won't eat. Well, chitlins maybe, but outside of that, I'll eat just about anything else on a hog. Well, radioactive hybrid terror pigs have made themselves a home in Fukushima's exclusion zone. Huh. So Fukushima, you know, was a nuclear reactor that melted down in Japan. Um, scientists have uncovered a new threat to humanity emerging in the area surrounding the former Fukushima nuclear power plant. Indestructible radioactive hybrid terror pigs. <laughs> okay, there is no hyperbole in that statement no. whatsoever. But look, if you're Arkansas, you know... <laughs> This needs to be your new. I know Razorbacks is a long time, but hybrid radioactive terror pigs Don't is forget amazing. indestructible. Yeah, indestructible, <laughs> I mean, too. That's I, amazing. I've never heard anything described as indestructible. <laughs> right. Except maybe a black hole. <laughs> the details. I think I'm thinking like a 270 will take care of one of these, right? Like they're not indestructible. Yeah. <laughs> I think we need to hop on a plane right now and test that hypothesis. <laughs> The details emerged from studies of how radiation from the partial nuclear meltdown at the plant in 2011. Wow, 2011. Been 10 years. I didn't realize that. Yeah, I didn't either. It seems like it was just yesterday. We were hearing reports about nuclear snowfall. I thought that mixed all in with coronavirus and everything (laughs) else. Uh, Anyway, so in 2011, see how that affected uh, local wildlife, which has in many cases... (laughs) Excuse me, sorry. (laughs) ...rewilded urban areas vacated years ago by populations forced to move out by the threat of radiation. This is a familiar process following large-scale human evacuations, and a similar rewilding situations occurred in the areas surrounding the site of Chernobyl back in Mm. 86. Because animals 
they don't understand that, hey, this is areas radioactive. Yeah. We can't go in there. No, they're just like, there's empty area yeah. and humans aren't there to bother me or kill me. Let me go back in. Mm-hmm. And then so, not one, not one animal in the whole group thinks, hey, how come the humans aren't there? Yeah, right. No. <laughs> you know. So the uh the people wearing the radioactive, it says NBC suited boffins working on the project. We're expecting to find wild boar in the uh affected zone since they have been reported in former urban areas for some years, having come down from the uh, surrounding mountains. However, the scientists were not prepared for the true prospect that awaited him or awaited them as related in a report in the Proceedings of the Royal Society B Journal. That's a scientific journal. Mm-hmm. I read it all the time. One of my, <laughs> I mean, it's a page turner. One of my favorites. The local wild boar, a subspecies endemic to the region known as the Japanese boar, having created a fiefdom covering all of the locale vacated by over 160,000 displaced humans, became cocky and aggressive and have also lost their natural wariness. The maraudering boar also began interbreeding with escaped domestic pigs that made uh, good with their trotters from local farms after their human keepers had been forced to flee. The pigs, for their part, were ill-suited for life in the wild in a radioactive post-apocalyptic hellscape (laughs) and presumably threw in their lot with a tough, wily boar as their best chance of survival. So you got these boars that are tough anyways. I mean, they got... Tattoos and switchblades or smoking cigarettes. And now they can stick to walls and swing from webs. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and they've mated with these domesticated uh, hogs that have gotten loose. The result was a new kind of boar pig hybrid that originated in the initial exclusion zone uh, around where the plant was. The study found that the hybrids did not display any signs of mutation despite the doses of radiation they were subjected to. Indeed, surveys of the local boar population found they were contaminated by up to 300 times the safe human dosage Mm -hmm. of the lethal isotope, whatever it is. It's got a word here, KCM-137. Oh, yeah. In other words, they were highly radioactive and seemingly virtually indestructible. Uh, they now compromise up to 10% of the local population of wildlife there. So they're a quite big chunk. Now, hogs will do it. Yeah. You know, they mate year round. Like, we got hog problems here. Everywhere in the South's got hog problems. Uh, this is presumably why humans attempting to reclaim their former settlements in the area around the Fukushima plant uh, are not being able to do it because they can't get these hogs off their property. <laughs> In some cases, the ar- aggressive porkers have refused to give ground and have attacked returning humans, meaning human authorities have been forced to deploy armed assassin teams of hunters <laughs> to flush them out. That is a perfect use of the English language yeah, there, right, no. Mr. Reporter, sir. Yes. Their superior firepower and coordination of the human usurpers mean the board will hopefully be forced back into the mountains where their desire for the trappings of human culture will gradually dissipate and the memory of their time as unquestioned warlord rulers of the region will slowly fade. <laughs> but unlikely because they have a spider sense. And they yeah. can sense where you're going to shoot that bullet to. The author here has done a great job, says... Generations of boar to come will look down on human settlements from their mountain redoubts and 
feel a pang of regret and recognition for their missed opportunity to conquer the world. <laughs> or will they? Yeah, well, I don't know. Will we be able <laughs> well, to beat them back? We haven't dispatched them yet. Yeah. We have a hard time with just regular hogs yeah. down here, wild hogs. Much less spider ham. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, that's just wild that they're just living it up and they're, they don't care about nothing. No. You know, they're like, what are you going to touch? I'm glow in the dark, you know? <laughs> Your own reporters describe me as indestructible. Yeah, right. Yeah. I cannot be destructive. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But uh, anyways, I'd like I would I would like to get a, a rack of ribs for one of these things. You know, <laughs> yes. I bet they're so not you too do bad. Get powers. <laughs> I just imagine they're going to be tender because that radiation been softening it up real good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah maybe. Soft saying. Well, my next story here. Well, the headline here is botched water tower paint job in central Wisconsin. Okay. Everyone loves to pick on the South. This is Wisconsin. <laughs> but this is Wisconsin. Well, you know, I mean, as Joe, I was, I made this joke before we came on the air. You know, does it say Billy Bob Love Charlene on there? <laughs> yeah. If, it, if that was it, that'd be great. You'd leave it like that. I was about to say, you would see that down here, but that wouldn't be like commissioned from the city <laughs> right. to be painted on Well, the down here, time. you might get it commissioned in a city. What's Joe Diffie's hometown? I bet you theirs has it. I, I guarantee you it does. If they don't, they're missing an opportunity. <laughs> uh, painters scrambled Friday to fix a giant typo on a central Wisconsin's village water tower. The Stevens Point Journal reported that crews repainting the village of Plover's Water Tower on Thursday misspelled the village's name. Now, the, the, the city is Plover, P-L-O-V-E-R, but it was spelled on the water tower, P-L-V-O-E-R. Oh, but, you know, like if this happened in the 1800s, they'd just change the name of the town to that, you know? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Might be easier, yeah, yeah, depending just like, on well, what era. <laughs> oh, Jim, mess it up. I guess we're plover now. <laughs> plover. <laughs> A village administrator, Dan Mahoney, said the painters accidentally reversed the templates used to paint the letters before raising them up to the tower. He said the mistake was quickly covered and repainted, should be finished on Friday. The mistake has come, become the butt of social media jokes with people post such as, Love it with the uh, L and V and where the V and the O, yeah, like <laughs> you yes, misplaced and big lover of it again. L V O E R. Well, One person suggested not correcting the mistake because it's making so many people laugh. That's right. So that's where I would fall in. <laughs> like, let's just leave it like that until we need to repaint it again. Because we hail from central Alabama, we cannot miss any opportunity <laughs> to point at some other city that can't spell their name. Yeah. Or some other dad marrying his daughter, mom sure. marrying his whatever. Cousins. We, get, we get that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We gotta we gotta point out every other place that does this. Although have you ever been to Wisconsin? I have not. Uh Wisconsin to me, uh mm -hmm. as uh I feel like we would be welcomed in Wisconsin. Like okay. We could fit in. Outside of when it's cold, mm -hmm. you know, I would die as cold as it gets up there. Yep. But the people up there are very down to earth. You know, <clears throat> they like to hunt, fish, all mm. the normal stuff that right. people down here like to do. So we would probably fit in well in Wisconsin, I think. Um, they love some cheese and milk and all that. <laughs> Football, big green bay. You That's know? true. Yeah, there yeah. you go. And uh, the Wisconsin Badgers mm -hmm. are uh, – I wouldn't say storied football program, but they're probably my favorite Big Ten program, which is not saying a lot. But anyways, 
Okay, so we're getting into my PG-13 section here. Yes. And we're just going to kick it off. So, Gabby girl. Yeah, all you youngsters out there, just pause or fast forward through my stories. And and don't say we didn't warn you. Yeah, right. I'm just telling you. <clears throat> also, uh, I, I completely disavow <laughs> whatever John six is saying. <laughs> the source where I get my stories from this week, all the stories were like, of this nature. Gotcha. So I, I had, had very little else to choose from. America had, a, or the world, we should say, the world had a spicy week. Very horny week, week in the world. Very horny week. Everywhere but here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> California prison guard sentenced for having sex with inmate in view of other prisoners. Hello, nuts. Okay. Yeah. A California corrections officer who had sex with an inmate in full view of 11 others will serve 210 days locked up, followed by two years of probation. Did did they think they had a deal worked out or something? I mean... The sentence delivered Tuesday by, by Judge Michael Edaart in Fresno County followed testimony by Assistant Sheriff Steve McComas who said the actions of former county jail guard Tina Gonzalez were something only a depraved mind can come up with. I've seen some videos in the past. I bet I could come up with some of that. (laughs) But then again, I'd myself have a depraved mind. And look, there's a picture in the article here. Okay, is that the inmate or the... That's the the guard. That's the guard. Okay, high five inmate. Now, look... (laughs) Every man's going to understand what I want to say here. She is a 10 for prison. You know? Right. She's a solid eight yeah. at the mall yeah. in like central Alabama. I don't know that I'd give it her an eight. Maybe a seven. Okay. She might be an eight if she's a cub mom out of Cub Scout camp or something. All right. Yeah. At the PTA but meeting. The prison multiplier makes her a 10 for sure. Okay. According she to, wasn't coming to work like that, was she? I guess so. <laughs> wait till you hear. Have you not heard all of this article? No. Oh, wait till you hear. <laughs> According to Fresno TV station KSEE, the sheriff's office began to investigate after staff members were tipped in December 2019 to a county jail inmate with a cell phone who also was said to be in a sexual relationship with an officer. Which that probably happens. Yeah. I would, that part of it, yeah. Well, I, first of all, I mean, I'm no genius, but uh, and I know men and women are equal, but let's maybe not have men guarding women and women guarding men, you know? It seems <laughs> like you're opening the door for some problems there, <laughs> yeah. you know? A search of the inmate cell turned up a phone, and Gonzalez quit the sheriff's office after being interviewed by detectives, the outlaw reports. Gonzalez, who's 26, pleaded no contest to, fel- to a felony count of sexual activity by a detention facility employee with a consenting confined adult, a felony count of possession of drugs or an alcoholic beverage in a jail facility, and a misdemeanor count of possession of a cellular device with an intent to deliver it to an inmate. Uh, McComas elaborated on the allegations in court, saying an investigation showed not only that Gonzalez had sex with the inmate, but she also gave the inmate razors. So okay, well, that's a problem. That's you know, it's a, a huge problem. Yeah, no, that's a huge problem. You can't be giving them razors. Of all the things to give the inmate, razors shouldn't be on that list anywhere. Yeah. 
uh, and told him. He also, she told the her her lover, her power paramour, <laughs> yeah. that uh, when officers would inspect his cell, so I guess he could hide all of his stuff. He knew when to use his prison purse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gonzalez also allegedly cut a hole in her uniform to make sex with the inmate easier. In her <laughs> and her actions were witnessed by eleven other inmates. He said, which I imagine they. Kept themselves occupied while that was going on, don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Uh, phone logs were zero, which cut the hole in your in your uniform or whatever. Yeah. All right, how do you hide that for the rest of the day? Cross your legs. I guess so. <laughs> you better not have to bend over and pick up anything, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I would, and also... Uh, Never mind. I'm not even going to say that joke. <laughs> you should have saved this one for the patron joke. <laughs> no, the one I'm going to do for the patron, I think, is even better. <laughs> That's the pickle. Okay. okay. All you fence sitters who haven't signed on to the five dollar <laughs> level, stuff like this you is get what a you're missing. Taste of it. <laughs> so, anyways, they just go on to talk about how horrible of a person she is, which. Look, granted, she was too horny to be a jail guard. <laughs> to everybody but the other inmates. Yes. <laughs> to them, she's like a godsend. She, uh, ju- the judge told her that uh, what she did was terrible, stupid, and you have ruined your career. But I also believe that people can redeem themselves, and you have the rest of your life to do that. Hmm. Which <laughs> I like to think the judge was like, you're naughty. Ooh, you're so naughty. You're, <laughs> you're bad. You're such a bad corrections officer. <laughs> I'm going to punish you. <laughs> but no, like, Tiny, let's say single Tiny is out here, and he's on Tinder, and he swipes on this girl, and y'all meet up and go out. And you're like, well, hey, what do you do for a living? And you're like, well, I, she's like, I'm unemployed right now in between jobs. Mm-hmm. I used to be a corrections officer. And you go, hey, well, what happened there? Why are you not a corrections <laughs> officer anymore? Yeah. And she goes into this story. I got, well, you know what I did? I Something cut. tells me I wouldn't get this story <laughs> on the first date. I think a woman that has sex with an inmate, with other inmates watching, watching <laughs> while, and to facilitate this, cut a hole in the crotch of her pants, apparently, yeah. to make things easier. <laughs> would probably tell you this story. She uh, does seem like the best decision maker is what no, I'm saying. No, but she does sound like a planner. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. I, you know, and she, like I say, in prison, probably the hottest woman who's ever been in that prison. <laughs> yeah, probably, yes. But I don't think she would have trouble finding any other normal person to date, non-inmate to date either. Right. Uh, I don't know. Some women just like the thrill of it, I guess. I don't know. You know, I mean, so she's going to go to prison... 210 days. Wow. A little short of a year. Yeah. Well. Maybe her boyfriend a- will transition so they can get in the same prison <laughs> what, together. What if there's a guard there and she really talks, takes a liking to him? <laughs> yeah. She's like, look, I've already worked out how we could do this. <laughs> yes. Don't let these bars stop us. Yeah. <laughs> what if? What if you're the corrections officer at the women's prison yeah. and you're like, hey, I took the liberty of cutting a hole <laughs> in your uh, inmate uniform here in your coveralls? Well, you know, <laughs> I'm sure on a breezy day, that was nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. This air, air everything out. Yeah, but uh, anyways, let that be a lesson to you, boys and girls. Uh, don't throw your career away to have a sex. With a coworker, yeah, <laughs> right, or uh, not certainly even not that. with a prisoner. Definitely not with a prisoner. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's not good. All right. Well, 
my story is going to be way more tame. Okay. And I feel like you kind of stole my thunder. <laughs> but the headline here is Atlanta woman wakes to find African, is it serval? Yeah. In I her think. bed. Okay. Which is a huge cat. It's a cat, yeah. <laughs> yes. And not like a like a sweet little cat, but an African serval. Yeah, right. A killer cat, maybe. A killer cat. Yeah. A radioactive hybrid, kill, indestructible, indestructible killer cat. <laughs> Authorities in Georgia said they are trying to locate a loose African serval after the large cat woke a sleeping woman by jumping onto her bed. <laughs> Christine Frank said she was asleep at her home in the historic Brookhaven neighborhood of Atlanta about 6.45 a.m. Wednesday when she was awakened by an unusual presence in her bed. I felt something jump on my bed, and I opened my eyes, and it was a large cat on my bed, Frank told the neighborhood newspaper. Okay. I mean, well, I cannot imagine no. what I would do in this situation. You go, pss, 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 call it our star pet. That's the only thing you can do, right? Nice kitty. Yeah. <laughs> Frank said that her husband, David, had let their dog outside a short time earlier and had left the door open so that the canine could come back inside when it was ready. Here is a picture of a serval. By the way. Wow. It's standing up making itself a, a, cup, of <laughs> a cup of coffee. Right. <laughs> David Frank barricaded the large cat in the bedroom and went around the outside of the house to open a door that leads from the bedroom to the outdoors. He said the serval hissed at him as it exited the home. The Georgia Department of Natural Resources says there have been three reported sightings of a serval on the loose in the area in recent days. Okay. It's difficult in an urban situation like this because there are so many places to hide but we think it's staying in a relatively small area of the neighborhood, Lieutenant Wayne Hubbard told WGCL-TV. Serval are wildcats native to Africa, and they are legal to keep as exotic pets in Georgia, which most... <laughs> yeah, I mean... He, I know in Texas, you can keep a tiger. You well, I say we, cat. we learned last year that apparently you can just about keep any animal you want. Just about. You know? Remember, this was oh, maybe 20 years back, but there was a spitting cobra that got loose yes. in Alabama. Yes, I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they ever caught it either. No. So we just got a cobra roaming around out here. <laughs> King snake probably already ate it, though. I would hope. I mean, maybe. Do you think are they used to like hot environments? Could they live? Yeah, yeah the but they're like cold? in the. Oh, well, yeah. I don't know. It gets cold in the winter. True. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say the summer, no problem. Oh, yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. If it could have made its way down to the Everglades, it'd probably be fine. Oh, yeah. A python ate it down there. Yeah. Anyway, but owners are required to obtain permits for the animals. The DNR said that serval is believed said the serval is believed to have been kept as an illegal pet. I'm guessing they go to their big huge file drawer of serval cat owners huh. and they're thumbing through and they're like, Nope, they're all accounted for. And so well, I think somebody just got one. Well, it's kinda wild. You ever seen a serval cat? Me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was I have a friend. Uh, who will remain nameless because he's in a position of power now. When we were in, <laughs> he's a judge. <laughs> when we were in college, bought a serval cat as a pet. Mm -hmm. And I was looking it up while you were reading the story. Apparently, you can buy one for about $1,700 to $2,500. Oh, man. If you're looking for one. Hmm. What if I have one? I, I just like have it here in the neighborhood. We could have got one with our uh, stimulus check. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anyway, he bought one when he was in college, and that cat was it was awesome. I mean, it was really cool. We liked to play real rough and all mm -hmm. that. But uh, he opened the door one day, and it bolted out the front door and never saw it again. Never saw it again. Yeah, because they get to, like, I mean, they're fast. 
And, uh, and now we learn it wound up in Georgia. Yeah, now it could be the same cat. Because <laughs> yeah. apparently, what else I was reading on it is they are considered the most uh, skilled of all cat hunters. Really? Yeah, they oh. have a 50% kill rate. So basically, half the time, whatever they decide to kill is going to die. I'm surprised to find out that tigers have anything less than a 100% kill rate. I don't know. But, you know, they're hunting like, well, I don't know. What if tigers hunt? Because they don't live in Africa. I always want to put them in Africa, but they don't live in Africa. And I was thinking antelopes. Because yeah. an antelope can juke you out a little bit, and it's got some top speed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But, yeah. You ever seen the lion take down the wildebeest or whatever? Oh, yeah. Man. I love all that. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, all that stuff's pretty awesome. Okay. Next story. Let's <laughs> just transition here. Where does he go from here? Well, this is from lawandcrime.com. Okay. Cop caught in prostitution stain. Claimed he had his penis out to make prostitutes feel comfortable. <laughs> That's why I do it, too. <laughs> sure. After being busted in an undercover prostitution sting, a police officer came up with a novel excuse to try to cover his overexposed six. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, maybe that's like cop lingo. He said that he pulled out his penis to make the girls feel comfortable. I, in my experience, that always makes them feel very uncomfortable. <laughs> I've been kicked out of several public parks for doing that. <laughs> Why couldn't he just say he was undercover? <laughs> well, well, clearly he's not. But that's the anecdote of former vice officer Todd Evans shared on the latest episode of Law and Crimes podcast, Cocktails. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, anyways. No need to listen to their podcast because <laughs> we're covering, we're covering it right now. <laughs> Detailing his 34-year career as a vice officer, Evans told his co-host uh, that the broad section of society that he busted cavorting with practitioners of the world's oldest profession, um, that they came from all walks of life. We saw business owners, doctors, executives at big corporations, Evans told the host. Most notably, Evans discussed at the time a prostitute named Cinnamon (laughs) reported (laughs) an officer in his own unit for sleeping with prostitutes. We decided we were going to set up an undercover sting. He was introduced to our undercover police officer and went into a hotel room with her. Our arrest team had gone down and taken him into custody, he said. The only person I want to talk to is Todd Evans. So this guy's like, I want to talk to Todd about Mm -hmm. this. Evans recalled that the officer tried to pass off the entire episode as a giant misunderstanding. He told me, I know these girls are on the street, and I'm just trying to help them out. (laughs) He went with a good guy, right? They got got bills to pay. Yeah, right. A skeptical Evans replied, but you sat down on the bed and you pulled your penis out. (laughs) And that's when the officer offered the line about making the prostitutes feel comfortable. The officer was fired, arrested, and taken to jail, he added. Okay, this sounds hilarious, but John, on the spot, you come up with a better excuse. I think it's a great one, you know? (laughs) The only one thing I think I would have went with, like you said, is, oh, I was, I thought, they told me that I was supposed to help y'all out tonight, you know? (laughs) But I, I, you know, no, no, I was, I thought somebody told me. That I was supposed to come down here and help bust these prostitutes for y'all, you know. <laughs> yes. like, this is all a big mix up. <laughs> I, I, yeah, 
The uh, or maybe you'd be like, "Did I have it out? Yeah. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure about that?" <laughs> but I would say the bad guy in all this story is Cinnamon, the prostitute who ratted this dude out. You know, <laughs> like, she's the one that's bad in all of this. Something tells me that somewhere along the line, he was not settling his bill. Yeah, which is right. why. He got in trouble. No, yeah, he wasn't holding up his end of the bargain somehow. <laughs> yes. Yeah, because I know. just, I mean, look, call me crazy, but uh, I've watched crime shows sure. before. It's not unusual for no. police officers to cavort with uh, women of the night. Yeah, and uh, I would assume that if you're a prostitute, you don't want to cross a police officer. No, unless you have really good reason to. Yeah, you don't want to get on their bad side for yeah. sure. I will say though, like in Tuscaloosa, about once a year they'll they'll round up all the hookers, you know. <laughs> oh, really? Oh yeah, and then they'll put their pictures in the paper or whatever, and talk about you know human trafficking mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, and every time they put their pictures in there, there's not a one of them that I'd be like, I'd like to have sex with that person. You know, I, mean, I don't want to be mean, yeah. but I thought the same thing. It amazes me yeah. that these girls make any money. Like, like you got to be real horny, you know. Like, you got to be going through an enormous I mean, dry spell. Dudes have the internet. Yeah, right. I'm thinking, like, yeah. This, I just, I don't know. Maybe we're not getting the cream of the crop here. Yeah. You know. But uh, you would think there would be at least one that's as hot as a prison guard who would have sex with an inmate. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just you never see her picture in the paper. No. no. But, yeah. Maybe they're just picking the worst ones to scare honest jumps like me and you away from that. <laughs> you know, also like... Uh, you look at some of them, you're like, uh, you're like a meemaw, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, you're too old to be out here doing all this, lady. Are you not baking a cake for, like, your grandkids' <laughs> yes. birthday party? Right. What are or, you Or, like, doing? knitting a sweater? Yeah. What are you doing out here, meemaw? <laughs> Do you remember here several years back when they had, like, a big sting operation and they posted the pictures in the Tuscaloosa News of, like, six guys they called? Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I work with one of them. Okay, let me tell you another story about one of those dudes. This could be because they do it. They'll post the Johns in there too. Yeah. You know, so as this well they be, should. Yeah, yeah, that's fine with me because yeah. it makes for some great talk well, yeah. on the break room table. But uh, first of all, I religiously check mugshots <laughs> online for yeah. Tuscaloosa and Fett County. I do it every day. I've done it for forever. It's just a hobby of mine. <laughs> But uh, when we started going through the foster care training, there was a guy in there, and he owned a restaurant. He's a part owner in a restaurant in town. Mm-hmm. Him and his wife. And first meeting, we had to go around and tell about ourselves. His wife, you know, like, hey, we've been married for whatever ten years, and you know, he's like, I own this restaurant, and uh, she's like, I'm starting a dance studio and all that. Perfect little couple, mm-hmm. you know. In fact, Deidre and him got partnered up because we had to. That's what we had to do. We had to introduce somebody else. So Deidre had to introduce him. So, anyway, so you make a friend with someone yeah. you don't know, and then right. you introduce that person to yeah. everybody else. That's how okay. it went. I got you. Well, then the next week when we show up at the class, they're not there, and we're like, "Hey, uh, where are the whatever their names were? I don't even remember." And uh, the lady in the class is like, "Well, they decided this wasn't a fit for them," mm-hmm. and we're like, "Okay, well, that's cool because you know it's better big, know now." Yeah, big yeah. commitment and everything. Boom, next day in the paper, his picture's in there for soliciting a prostitute. Oh, no. I was like, I imagine I put a damper on things, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe they didn't want to get into it. But anyways, I still eat at his restaurant every once in a while. I don't Mm -hmm. care. You know, hopefully he's not 
soliciting prostitutes in the back uh, or anything, you know. But as long as they clean off all the food prep areas, I'll be happy. (laughs) (laughs) You're so understanding. That's right. (laughs) What we want to talk about now is our sponsor, World Famous Cajun Curl. To my knowledge, Brandon's never been caught up in anything like this. No. That's a hard segue to make, so I just want to I want to make that distinction. Uh, we want to thank Cajun Curl for all their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice right there on the website. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, radioactive, indestructible hybrid hogs, uh, terror hogs, by the way, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, trust me, will change your life. On the website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice. You can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing there on the website. You can also locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, you can find it at Fresh Market over on Skyland Boulevard, the Piggly Wiggly on Lurley Wallace in Northport, Mark Smart in downtown Northport, and South's Finest Meats. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Cajun Curl, give it a whirl. Oh, there you go. There you go. Not, we're not sure how I feel. I'm just trying it on. <laughs> you got to throw a new out, <laughs> something out there every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John, do you want to do questions or do you want to do voicemails first? Either one's fine with me. Dealer's choice. All right. We'll do voicemails. You know what the best thing about July 4th is? <laughs> What's that? Not being British. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Just kidding to all our British listeners out there. Sadie. Well, Sadie's from Wales. I, I don't think they really consider themselves part of Britain, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just glad that we celebrate the 4th of July and it's not like America Day. Yeah. Right. You know, because in Canada, they have Canada Day. Sure. Which is the same thing, but they're still in subject to the crown. Right? Sure. Aren't so, they a Commonwealth still or something some, like that? I think technically, yeah. I should know more about it being in the sisterhood. Maybe you should read a Wikipedia article or <laughs> yeah. something. I think, like, uh, when, uh, what was it, when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, didn't they move to Canada? Yeah. Because they didn't want to live amongst the traitors. <laughs> it couldn't be over here. Yeah. I thought they were. Like, they had that whole thing with Oprah. Where they did that interview. Are they not part of us now? I thought Oprah went there to do that. I have interview. no clue. I didn't watch it because I, I really have no desire to know anything <laughs> about what Harry and Meghan are doing. Mm-hmm. It's like they don't rise to the level of my concern yet. Yeah. Anyway, our first voicemail comes from Jacqueline. Okay. Hey, John and Tiny. It's Jacqueline. Since uh, last week's message was so long winded, uh, happy Canada Day, by the way. Um, it is Canada Day here. And uh, I'll just tell a joke today. What is a wind turbine's favorite kind of music? It's a big metal fan. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> nice. 
uh, did, had no idea she was going to mention Canada today. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> That's very appropriate. <laughs> yes. And next voicemail. John and Tiny. I'm going to do this on speakerphone. Hopefully it's a better voicemail. I'm sorry it's been so terrible. I don't know if it's that I speak too softly or slowly or... Anyway, I listen to Primus. And uh, just, just the first off, I hate the dead. I hate it. I'm sorry. So sorry, John. I know we're already not friends, but you're definitely not going to want to be my friend now. Uh, but I listen to Primus. Obviously, it's similar. Like, tons of instrumental. The only thing... You know, like, I get it. It's kind of like if you were really smashed or, like, really toasted. It's the kind of music you would play where your brain's just like, yeah, that's that's good. Just keep doing that, you know? <laughs> However, I will say I was oddly into it because I found that uh, Too Many Puppies song, and I feel like the rest of the day I'm just going to be, like, singing Too Many Puppies, you know? <laughs> also, like, does this guy just hate puppies? I don't really understand the point of the song like did his dog just give birth to puppies and he's like what the hell am I going to do with all these puppies and then he's like oh wait that could be a song you know like I don't know I do enjoy the album art oh also I was scrolling on Amazon and I found a portable the day so I'm sure that you're going to get that for your next Father's Day weekend John um also other side note from maybe a couple of podcasts ago, but mullets? How about skullets? There's this girl I, ha- I was a uh, teammate with on my derby team. My roller derby team, her name was Muskrat, and she was convinced of getting a skullet, which is like a bald head but a long back, which is just like a scary thought for anybody. <laughs> but anyway, thoughts, thoughts on that. Um, Seriously, though, uh, I just wanted to say that I really do love your podcast so much. Like, it gets me through my work days, which are just so monotonous and sometimes so stressful. So I really appreciate your podcast. And I love you. Have a great day. Bye. Oh, thank you so much, Market. And I don't care (coughs) that you don't like the dead. Like, it's not. I think that's one thing every deadhead knows is it ain't for everybody. Mm -hmm. You know, like. And I never even try to talk people into listening to the dead. When people are like, oh, I've never heard the dead, I was like, you'll probably hate it. You know, <laughs> like if you go look it up on your own, you're probably going to hate it. So you have to be called to. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> like the Grateful Dead. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> only the elect. Yeah. Like it. Only the elect. <laughs> we, believe me, we are totally depraved by the two, by the way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I don't, I don't care. I, I, mm-hmm. It's cool you like Promise. Promise is great music to me, but not everybody likes Promise either. It's some stuff's just too out there for some people, right? And they can't deal with it, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I hate the people that are like, uh, "Well, if you don't like this music, you don't have good taste." People, that or if you do me. listen to this, yeah, or if you do listen you're to this, lame yeah. or whatever, right? Like, it's just music. People take it way ser- more seriously than they should. Mm-hmm. Just listen to whatever you like, and if you enjoy it, you enjoy it. If you don't, that's fine too. No reason to trash it either. But John, I thought the music you listen to describes <laughs> what kind of person you are in real well, life. <laughs> in some ways, it could be. <laughs> yeah. But see, like I've been on a huge country kick for the past six months. I can't get off of it, mm-hmm. so I listen to like Ernest Tubb, but I don't wear cowboy hats or anything. <laughs> you know, right? So. It's just, you know, different strokes for different folks. That's what makes music great to me. 
What do you think of Skullets? I like the name. I like the name too. I and thought I also that was think like it's a, super cool that you're on like a roller derby that team. That is cool. That's awesome. Yes. We had a roller derby team in town for a little while. I don't know if it's still going or not. Huh. They, uh, I donated to them back when I had the restaurant, thinking they'd all come in and eat, and apparently that didn't work <laughs> out. But whatever. They're like, thanks for the cash. <laughs> yeah, right. See you later. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that is cool. Now, a skullet, I don't think I could pull off a skullet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if somebody wants to do that, that's cool with me. I don't I don't know. Would you wear one? Uh, At one time, I would have. Okay. I feel like since I've been married. You've been uh, tame. For several years now. That's it, man. I've been like, uh, I'm not. Uh, I remember. You used to be a wild stallion, Tiny. I was, dude. And, I had, and she's done got you <laughs> barn broke. I had the long hair. Yep. The motorcycle, the West Coast Choppers t-shirt. Man. The big black boots. I had it all. I was awesome. And now I'm not so now much. You, now you're mowing grass on the weekends. In my white New Balance tennis shoes. <laughs> no. With and, my short hair, which is kind of long now, but it's not like, you no. know. Are you letting it grow long. back out? That was a question I meant to ask a few weeks ago. No. Uh, <laughs> this is talk about embarrassing. When Tara scheduled all of our family haircuts. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> Let's unpack that. Yes. Tara schedules family haircuts. I don't have like a barber shop. But neither do I. I. To. I mean, I go to like Great Clips. And okay. if it's busy, I go over to the one over at Win Dixie. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't have like a barber I go to or anything. Yeah. Well, yeah, Tara, she, oh, I think it's uh, Amy. Which is Eddie. And yeah, Dieter goes to her. Okay. Yeah. Tara goes to her, okay. and then she likes to just, you know, schedule, hey, the boys, they block need haircuts. Off, Can you block just... off a couple hours for the Sullivan family? Yeah, yeah that's the okay. thing. Okay. And last time she did that, I was working and couldn't go. Right. Hence, my longer hair now. Do so. you think that, I mean, let's just roll back in time. Let's get in the DeLorean. <laughs> yeah. Would long hair, motorcycle riding tiny, did you ever imagine your wife would be making haircut appointments for you? <laughs> you know, I didn't think about it, but honestly, I, I believe I'm self-aware enough. Okay. That I did know that at one point I yeah. was going to like turn into an old man dad. Yeah. Well, you know. I knew that was going to happen. <laughs> honestly, if you want <laughs> And hey, got single guys out there? Here's just a, a tip for you. You can take it or leave it. Maybe you'll, maybe it works. Maybe it don't. But it worked for me. Sometimes if you can uh, pretend to be the bad guy, mm-hmm. that's how you can reel one in. Yeah, you right. Know, you oh know? yeah. No, George Cassandra's got a whole episode on <laughs> yes. Seinfeld about that. So like the motorcycle and like the boots and the long hair. All that was to convince Tara that I was some, you know, hell raising oh, yeah. hellion. <laughs> Get the preacher's daughter. <laughs> and then, and then, you're and like, then she says, "I, I do. need help making like, a haircut appointment." <laughs> it's like <laughs> it all backfired because, <laughs> hey, guess what? I've been yeah. like super goody goody Christian this whole time, <laughs> and you didn't even know it. <laughs> well, and, but and she thinks she changed me. Sure, right. <laughs> well, good to see you being the leader of the house, Tiny. <laughs> Of your family. <laughs> Let your wife make your hair appointments for you. Yeah. <laughs> down at the salon. <laughs> I just go and literally I sit down in the chair and they're like, what do you do to your hair? And I'm like, I don't really know. I was like, they cut it short in the back and short in the top. Mm-hmm. I was like, but really just do what you want to do. Because I've had the same haircut since like fifth grade mm-hmm. and outside of the times where I'd let my hair grow long, but it always has been back to something of this nature. It might it's just what my hair does. So, 
And you, you, you could, it's a crapshoot. Sometimes I'll get a really crappy haircut. Sometimes yeah. I'll get a haircut that looks like I'm going into the military. I don't know, but it's like a wild experience. You never know what you're going to walk out with, yeah. which is cool to me. I was talking about somebody that's not you. Okay. <laughs> to a terror this morning in church, I was like, you know what? I hate their hair. Which I said that thinking that that would make Tara like, like, yeah. oh, that's so hot that you are judging this other person's hairstyle. Yes. You know, like most Baptists, she likes to judge other sure. people based God. on their appearance. But now I'm self-conscious a little bit, Tony. <laughs> you hate my hair? It's fine. We'll talk about it, patron. <laughs> to be honest, to be honest, I hate my hair too. Mm-hmm. I think I look like a goober, but I don't know what else to do with it. My wife claims I'm getting a bald spot. Now, I think I am all, it's, all it's over. Tippy top, so no yeah. one ever sees it. No, yeah, you got to be like eight foot tall to look down <laughs> on your head. Yes. Yeah, but it, I've always had it in the back of my head that if should that ever happen, I'm just going to shave it. No, like, I'm not going to have like look <laughs> principal hair. I will have principal hair <laughs> because here's my thing. You know, like well, I guess maybe 15, 20 years ago, it became vogue for guys to just shave their hair. Mm-hmm. But they shave their hair and then they grow a goatee. You already got the goatee going. Got the goatee. Right. That's the goatee. To me, it's is like, like man. preparation for when the, the clippers come out. I'm like, you just look more basic than you did before. And I'll just be bald. I'm gonna embrace it. Like, well, isn't shaving all your hair embracing being bald? No, no, you're not. Like, you're, <laughs> number one, you're not fooling anybody. We know you lost all your hair. You know, yeah. Like everybody knows that you're not fooling us. So. You're just like you've leaned into it too much to mm-hmm. me. Just just accept your fate of the Lord doesn't want me to have hair on top of my head and move on with your life. Benjamin Franklin, founding father, had that hairstyle. He was fine, you know. So to bring it full circle, I think what John is saying is, should that day come, he's going to have a skullet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I may grow a ponytail with it. I think I think the bald, you know, the bald on top principal hair with a ponytail. Yeah. That's when you know the dude's cool. He's like totally comfortable with himself. Sell, yeah, probably grows his own weed in his backyard too. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, I always wanted a mohawk. Oh yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't talk Tara into it. Just do I it. Was like, well, I was what's like, she gonna do if you show up with a mohawk? <laughs> she might leave me. <laughs> no, temporarily. Not over a hairstyle, right? <laughs> well, here was my idea. I was like, look, Sunday night, let's mohawk it. Yeah, and I'll keep it all week. Until Saturday night, mm-hmm. when I just shave it the rest of the way off. Okay. And that way, for church Sunday, I don't look I'm too good. wild. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm normal, bald man. Well, there you go. We've had a guy with a mohawk in our church before. I brought him on oh, Easter yeah. Sunday. <laughs> he had on a biker jacket, too. <laughs> yeah. People forget. <laughs> I, I'm not afraid to invite a weirdo to church. Uh, well... Well, do we have uh, other voicemails, or were those the two? Those were the two voicemails we had, but now we got some questions. Okay. And now it's time for Ask John Questions About Stuff. If you would like to ask John questions, you can join our Discord server. Link is in the show notes. Mm-hmm. And you can go to the Ask John Questions About Stuff channel. On our Discord server, you can ask him the questions. Then I'll read the questions on the show, and John will answer them correctly. Uh, first question of the day comes from Raytheon. What's wrong with a beer-themed face mask? I don't think anything's wrong with a beer-themed face mask, is it? As a Baptist, I can't wear one, but for other people, sure. The beer uh-huh. being Corona. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, I I, uh, I would imagine you got to be the right type of person to wear that out in public. Right? I actually think it's kind of fun. I think it's super funny. <laughs> if I, I wasn't laugh, Baptist, right? I would do it immediately. Yeah, I would totally laugh if I saw one. 
Although mask, they're becoming a thing of uh that's so 2020, John. I'm not seeing a lot of masks anymore. No, yeah, no. Uh, People I getting saw, vaccinated. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're all vaxxed and mm-hmm. waxed and ready to relax. <laughs> oh, that's my summer theme. Especially the waxed. Part. <laughs> that's right. That's my summer summer theme. Stan Wright asks. He says he borrowed this one from Barstool. If you had to live on a planet filled exclusively with all the characters played by one actor, actress, who would you choose? So he said, if I had to live on. So you take one actor and you take all their roles, and the planet is like just you and those people. Okay. Who would it be? Kelly Kapowski. Because <laughs> it would just be you and Kelly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I've loved every role she's ever played. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there we go. I, I feel like I nailed that question, by the way. <laughs> you did. <laughs> what about you? Who would you pick? Oh, man. Um, it's kind of the same way you are. I feel like the way to go with this is you pick uh, an actress that or actor that yeah. hasn't had a lot of roles. Yeah. And you just pick one person that you'd like to hang yeah. out on a planet with. Exactly. Uh, maybe Courtney Cox. Okay. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Okay. Uh, her. Birmingham girl, by the way, from <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. Yeah. Me and her, her character from Ace Ventura. Okay. Because. She'll hang out with him. She'll hang out with anybody. <laughs> Warsaw asks, what is the scariest natural element? Earth, wind, fire, or water? Mm. Well, I would say most destructive might be wind, but scariest to me is fire. Absolutely. Yeah. I could not agree with right. you more. Yeah. Tiny's burned himself before. <laughs> yes. He tried to set himself on fire. Amateur stunt man, Tiny, back there making jackass videos in his backyard, <laughs> set himself on fire one time. Trying to get ready for the fourth one. <laughs> it's out later this year. I saw, look, I saw a thing last night on Facebook, and it said, someone's going to sleep tonight with 10 fingers for the last time. <laughs> I was like, that's so true. Yep. You know, nobody's going to have an M80 and hold it a little too long. Uh, Warsaw says that he thinks it's wind because you can't see it. You can only feel its effects. That's true. Silent but deadly. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say much like the Holy Spirit. (laughs) But yeah, there you go. All right. That's our Bobo ask. How many people are setting off their own fireworks in your neighborhood? There were a lot popping off last night. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard them. Yeah, but you got to remember, I come from <laughs> from Alberta. So uh, for me, li- living in like super swanky, hotty toddy <laughs> Bell Mead yeah. is like nothing. Well, so. I mean, I, there will be a lot of them tonight. Normally, last year there definitely was and mm-hmm. the year before, but uh, it, none of that bothers me. I mean, like, have your fun. It's one night. I don't yeah. care. You know? Where I used to live in Green Grove, I kid you not, it was uh, especially 4th of July, New Year's too, but 4th of July from the people that that I lived with, I usually wouldn't get up and get started with about 10.30. Sure, right. I had to get a few drinks in them. I got <laughs> you. From 11 o'clock until sometimes 1 and 2. Yeah. It was like straight fireworks yeah. all day long. That's all you heard. I don't ever shoot them really, mm-hmm. you know, because I don't want to clean up out, you know, pick up all the little sticks and papers and everything. So, well, see, that's the great thing about Alberta is you don't. Yeah, no, you just, just leave it out there. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> Let Kip Tyner come by and pick it up if he wants to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
Uh, all right. That's our Bobo also asked, if you could turn one of your relatives into a Muppet, which one would you choose? Oh, one of my relatives into a Muppet. That's a good question. <laughs> Maybe my cousin Judd. He's my first cousin. He's listening. Yeah, he's a drummer. Yeah. You know, like animal, you know, type <laughs> vibes out of him, I guess. I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know. There's some on the long side, too, that'd probably be okay, too. But for me, it would be my son, Eli. Okay. I just think that would be cool. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a, was it the, it was one of the Muppet movies. I forget which one it was. Oh, yeah? But uh, it was, this dude, his brother was a Muppet. Okay. Yeah. I don't remember that Muppet movie. And they never explained to kids how, like, a Muppet and a human could be blood-related like that. And furries. <laughs> I mean, I got the explanation. Sure. That's how it happens. That's yes. how it happens. Yes. All right. Well, that's interesting. Uh, that'll be it. But uh, if you have any more questions, you can ask them for next week. Yeah. Send them on in. Join the Discord. It's popping off in there. They had the Taco Bell open the other day. They did. They opened it. Yeah. I had a sign out there. It was at lunchtime. I had to go to Publix and get a loaf of bread. So I could eat a sandwich. And it had a sign that said, dining only. Hmm. Just sitting out front. So then I got everybody all worked up in a tizzy last night. How are we going to go eat at Taco Bell? And I'd already planned. I was like, I will be taking pictures in here and sitting on the tiny. And went over there, it's closed. Oh, no. <laughs> I think they were just doing like a test a run. Test Let's run. get a few people in here and make sure all everything works right. Make yeah. sure like the uh, sour cream gun's not going to explode. <laughs> yes. As the free show draws to a close, one thing that we have to do before we cut this thing off is we have to thank our patrons, John. Oh, yeah, definitely. We thank each and every one of you, and we would like to thank, by name, those who donate at the 10 or above tier. And those fine, fine people are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Mr. Warsaw, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Kara Wisco, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. J.D. Westfall, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Ms. Sharon Craig, Mr. Thomas Williams, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and of course, Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. Mick Will. Sure. The the most famous of all of our <laughs> yes. Patreon. We thank you all so much for donating to the show and for supporting what we do. It really makes all the difference. Yes. If you would like to jump on that Patreon train, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have several different tiers, but if you sign up at the $5 tier, you will get an extended show every single week. Yeah. And once a month, you will get an all-exclusive patrons-only episode. That's patreon.com slash earthoddity. Extend your oddity. Do it. <laughs> Speaking of extensions. Do it right now. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We'll wait. Yeah, definitely. Just... Right now. Right now. Do it. Right now. Comes highly, highly recommended by Nicole. That's right. Yeah, that's definitely right. I have a story about a guy who got caught doing dirty stuff with pickles. (laughs) Oh, no. Given to me by, uh, posted in the Patreon Discord channel. So if you're not if you're on Discord, you're not on the Patreon, you're missing out on all kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. That's where Tiny posts his shirtless pictures at. <laughs> but Sherry posted it in there. That's where I got it from. So And then I have a story about a British man who was uh, let's just say he is the first person in the world to to do something. He has a dubious honor. <laughs> it's a world record. Yeah, right. 
Hopefully. I hope I never get that world record. <laughs> he has found his way into the history books. Yes. And doctors will be talking about this. <laughs> he will be the subject of dissertations. Sure. Well, um, but yes, everybody join the Patreon. Mm-hmm. You're missing out for real. It's a lot of fun in there. And uh, you know, you don't you don't know what you're missing out until you actually join. Mm-hmm. And if you hate it, you don't have to stay in there for forever. Yeah. Join our Facebook group if you haven't. You know, I put the call out for everybody to follow our Instagram page. I think we got one follow. <laughs> Made it worth I mean, it. Huge response <laughs> from our listeners. I tell you what, huge response. Maybe from our them. audience just isn't the Instagram type. <laughs> oh no. Everybody's got an Instagram by now, right? Yeah, but I know like my wife, she has one, but she's never on there. Oh, okay. And the reason she has one is because I set it up for her. I was oh. like, Tara, it's like Facebook photos, but it's cooler. <laughs> but it's and just she's like, Nope. Well, Deidre's on Instagram a lot. Hmm. I don't know why. Maybe she's talking to her boyfriend or something. <laughs> he's on there a lot. You got anything before we end the free show? Nope. Just thanks for listening. And uh we love you. Hope everybody had a happy fourth of July for all of our American listeners. And for everybody else in the world, have a happy whatever. I hope you had a happy 4th of July, too. You know? Yeah. For our British listeners, we hope you had a a happy colonist treason day. (laughs) Right. If I was them, I would be putting out all kind of like memes about how America sucks and everything. (laughs) We're glad we're not part of it. They're not part of us anymore. Yeah. Because we are like, we're a wild basket of just wildness over here. How did, and we're getting off subject, but how did England loosen chains of the monarchy? Because now they have the royal family, but they don't like rule like they used to. How did that happen? All right, now, I'm not an expert, but I think it all began in 1215 when they signed the Magna Carta. Yes, of course. Okay. But now, by the only King John there has ever been, I don't think they'll ever have another King John. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, Johns will screw everything up. That's just how, that's our nature. Yeah. But like the king was still king when we started yeah. firing muskets. True. Yes. So my question is like we had to go to war to mm-hmm. throw off the chains of oppression of yeah. the British monarchy. Right. Did the British people just like annoy them and ask them until they finally give so, it up? Let's just keep giving them stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I probably so. I bet you Queen Elizabeth sits back and is like, man, we should have never given up all our control. You <laughs> this know? all started in 1296. Right. Because like the Queen's really just like a mascot, right? Like she don't do anything, does she? I don't think so. Like yeah. they don't she can't stand up and be like, all right, everybody has to wear green hats on Wednesday and everybody has to do it. Does well, she? she could probably do that, and like they probably would. Oh yeah, because they kiss the queen's butt twenty four seven. I guess they do so. anything she says. <laughs> I don't know, but she just seems like a mascot to me. But yeah, she's I, like I, a bald eagle to us. <laughs> you know. Right, yes. right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, I don't know. She's still on the money in Canada, isn't she? I think so. Yeah, which is wild. The sun used to never set on the British Empire, mm-hmm. and now they're just like a. They're like a shell of their former selves, mm-hmm. and that's kind of sad. They did. They did the. I mean, you got to give credit to them. Back when it was cool to conquer other people, <laughs> no one better than them in the history of the world at it. You know, yeah. I mean, they did great. Small the, island nation, yeah, managed to take over the world. Really, you know? just about. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everybody likes to give props to Genghis Khan, and what he did was impressive, too, and the Romans as well. I give props to Genghis Khan because he's like the great, great, great grandfather of of like, what, 6% of the world? (laughs) 
But Britain was like, no, if we see it, we're taking it. And <laughs> there ain't nothing it. you can if do about it. it yeah, we're right. taking it. There's nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Portugal thought they were going to be like that for a while. They they couldn't keep it up. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, let this be a lesson to everybody. You know, we rebelled from Britain. Bloody, brutal revolution and everything. But now we're BFFs, mm-hmm. you know? And we'll, we, we're, we come to each other's aid all the time. So... If you and your best friend got in a fight at some point in time, just know that you can repair that relationship over the course of 200 and something years. It's never too late. Never too late. Right. (laughs) (laughs) You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're on them all. Let me know if your Apple Podcast is acting squirrely. I have heard from a lot of people that Apple Podcast is acting up. They're shadow banning us is what it is. <laughs> I think for some reason iTunes and Acast don't. Not, they're wow. non-communicado. Whose decision was it to switch all that? That was mine. <laughs> yeah. I need to <laughs> it talk was about, my fault. Let's talk Hand about that up. in the next board meeting. That's on me. <laughs> if you would like to write into the show, we are earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to check out our show art, you have an Instagram underscore Earth Oddity on Instagram. Everybody follow it. <laughs> yeah. You won't do it. No, you won't. You're scared. <laughs> Liar. <laughs> uh, we also have a Twitter if you want to tweet at us. That is at underscore Earth Oddity on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Probably the best way to get a hold of us in our Discord server. Link in the show notes. We also have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? 662-493-2059. We hope everyone out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Welcome to the Patrons Show, where we're going to get... If our regular show wasn't spicy yeah, enough. Right. It's gonna, we're kicking it up a notch, really. <laughs> uh, we're going to go up to... I mean, it may get to NC-17 in here. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, I'm going to have to get out my Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I have to ask for forgiveness after this is over with. <laughs>